talking and it's recording now. I'm recording. There you go. Oh my god, so loud. Hold on. There you go, beep beep. I didn't even check it to see if it sounds okay, so like I hope it sounds okay. I mean you can always I keep this it. Yeah, I don't really care. It's not like it's not like I'm good at making audio sound like anything anyway. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Well, hello. Hey guys. This is episode 63. 63 decades of us <laughs> making this podcast. We are 10,000 years old. <laughs> and that's what that's what my body feels like. <laughs> it's also what my brain feels like. I like okay. Sorry. I I was just complaining to Taylor about how I've been miserable like in crying the last many days because for no absolutely no reason at all. But like my brain is mush. And I'm not even doing anything. Yeah. Like, I haven't even been doing anything. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I cannot believe this feeling. Maybe it's just my, you know, my monthly cycle. <laughs> but that's too much information for you all. But you got it anyway. Anyway, today, <laughs> we're talking about Lana. Lana Today, we're talking about Lana Daray, whose name is actually Elizabeth Woolridge Grant, um, which me, who lives under a rock, didn't know that her name was not Lana <laughs> until about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I don't listen to her really, like, so I just, okay, cut me some slack. So, anyway, she was born in New York and she moved back in 2005 to start her music career. Um, her success came after the release of her debut single, Video Games, in 2011. Um, her major. Ugh, her major label debut, Born to Die, which was released in 2012, proved an international success and spawned her first top 10 single on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, there was also the remix of Summertime Sadness. She released her Paradise EP in 2012 and then her sophomore album, Ultraviolence, in 2014. And then this is her third? I think. I think. Anyway, she, oh, she also did, you know, the Great Gatsby thing. I feel like I don't know, like, that's what I know her from, so then since I know her from the Great Gatsby, Young and Beautiful thing, I just assume that that's where everybody else knows her from, which is not true, but, like... No, I've, you know. I've known of her since, um, since her first album. Um, yeah, I just I don't... Really... I, all of her songs sound Chris. the same to me. Oh, Chris just messaged yeah. us. Um, which... The, this album does stand apart from the rest of her albums a little bit um, because her mm-hmm. her other albums have a little bit more of a pop sound to them, um, while mm-hmm. these songs don't, um, Yeah, which is cool that she changed it up a little bit. But I just feel like she sings in the same melody at all times. Yeah. Am I wrong? She has a very – no, no, I, I totally agree with that. Like, I liked this album, and I like Lana Del. I mean, I don't, like, listen to her really in my free time because I'm in a very happy, committed relationship, <laughs> so I don't feel the need to, <laughs> I don't feel the need to listen to it, really, because I don't feel that pain. And, like, listening to this album, I was, like, mourning, I was mourning breakups that I don't have. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm with someone. Well, We're practically married. We might as well be. So, I'm like... <laughs> the cool thing about but, her music is that sorry, it's, um... It's like a fucking time capsule. Like, a lot of her lyric, like yeah. lyrically, fucking incredible. She, yeah, like each album of hers. I was on um, Pitchfork actually, 
because she got best new music um, with a 9.4. And um, they were just talking about how all of her uh, music is like, oh, here it is. For a woman whose songs are like miniature syllabi in American studies, saturated in references to jazz, girl groups, heavy metal, Springsteen, Hemingway and Fitzgerald, money, power, glory, excess, and loss, with manian multitudes, it felt like an act of defiance. So, like, all the rest of our music is that. This mm-hmm. was, like, flipped. But also still, like, historic-ish. Do yeah. my computer just did me? Ding dong, it's me, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's really cool. Um, and, like, obviously yeah. the title of this album is Norman fucking Rockwell. So... Walkwell. Norman fucking Walkwell. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, lyrically, it's... I mean, and I, I, I liked it. I like Lana. I don't listen to it in my free time. But, like, her voice is really calming and really smooth and nice to listen to. And I, I think... Like, I agree. Like, it's... They're all very similar and she doesn't have a very big range that she sings in. But I think that the lyrics kind of make up for that because the lack of, like... Man, I'm doing this thing with my hand where I'm put, flinging it up and down and you can't see that. But you know what I mean? That allows you to pay more attention to the lyrics. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I, I do wish there was... Variety is the word that I was looking yes. for a minute ago. I do wish there was a little more variety because I did have a difficult time telling the songs apart. Yeah. <laughs> I listened... When I was listening. Every time I listened to this, song, this album, it was while I was working. So I wasn't... A hundred percent focused, but I've listened. Mm-hmm. I've probably listened to it four or five times total. Yeah, um, a couple times, like yeah, not I all the way I, through. I think I got like, yeah, I think I got like two and a half total listens. Um, but so for it's actually a great album to listen to while you're working because it does sound like one really long song. Yeah, and it's just it's it's very soothing and relaxing. Yeah, like I wouldn't choose to listen to Lana while I'm driving or while I'm. Mm-mm. cleaning or whatever but while working it was fine it was great um but the only yeah. song that did upset me while i was working was venice bitch because that song literally oh is the longest song <laughs> yeah and it's, it's like nine I and a half like minutes it. yeah yeah there's a there's one part like at six and a half minutes that rubs me the wrong way and that's when i skip the song like, I don't yeah. realize that Venice Bitch is playing until that point, and I'm like, ooh, I don't like this, and then I skip it. I realize it's playing, and then it's, like, one of those things where I'm like, this is still playing. I, I know. This is still playing. <laughs> and I can't... Which... I can't handle that. Venice Bitch was one of the singles that she released from this album, um, along Who with... fuck releases a nine-minute single? Uh, Lana. Um, she released that song, and also... Hey, computer, do you want to work? That would be really neat. Um, did you see that Jack Antonoff also helped produce on this one? I did not. Man, he's just he's just making his rounds. Doing a lot. Yeah, so her and Jack uh, co-produced this. Nice. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember, but I'm about to sneeze if you would like to say something. Bless you. So oh. <laughs> I'll go back to, to Lana Ab- like so she has 21.6 uh 
million monthly listeners, and she is 92nd in the world on Spotify. And she has almost 9 million followers. It's not all the way there, but I didn't want to write out the whole number, so I just put 9 okay. million. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's what I was going to say to fill your sneeze. It went away. <laughs> what were your favorites? What were your favorites? Um, or favorite? My favorite was Happiness is a Butterfly, um, which is the 13th track on the album. Um, I like it because... Um, in 2018, she tweeted, Happiness is a butterfly, which, when pursued, is always just beyond your grasp, but which, if you sit down quietly, may alight upon you. Um, and that's just a nice little thing. So it's just like we're always nice. we're always searching for happiness, and a butterfly is a metaphor for it, always flying away, and us trying to catch it and find it, and but we can't catch it because it flies like away. always looking for the next thing. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. I think it's cool. And then I also like, um, I like the chorus. Uh, I said, don't be a jerk. Don't call me a, ca- a taxi sitting in your sweatshirt, crying in the backseat. Ooh, I just want to dance with you. Ooh. <laughs> uh, and she just wants to, she just wants to dance with her mans. Um, yeah. and she just wants to be with them. I also like in the pre-chorus, uh, there's the beginning of it is if, if he's a serial killer, then what's the worst that can happen to a girl <laughs> yeah. who's already hurt? Um, um, uh, you could be fucking murdered, but like she has an unreleased song titled S- "Serial Killer." Um, and mm-hmm. on it, she talks about being someone who chases after men for the thrill of the rush. Um, as if, and I'm reading off of here. It says, "As in, she does not care about them for long, if at all." So, um. Hmm. So in in this song, she reverses it, saying that the man that she's lusting after is like a serial killer in the way that he doesn't have compassion for her, um, but she's already hurt. Gotcha. So, so not like not like legit serial killer. Correct. Because like I'd rather get my feelings hurt than be brutally murdered yeah. by a crazy person. But um, yeah. That's just me, I guess. I guess some people don't feel the same. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, I think she released the first four tracks on the four or five tracks on the album as singles. So Norman Fucking Rockwell, Mariner's Apartment Complex, Venice Bitch. I don't know if she released Fuck It I Love You. I think she released Do In Time. She also may have released Yeah, Do In Time was like a chart topper. Yeah. I think. I read that. I don't know what it topped or how. I don't know the details. I just know that it happened. Uh, Mariner's Apartment Complex was first. Uh, Okay. And she released that September 12th, 2018. It's almost a year ago. Which one says said the summertime and the living is easy? Because I feel like I saw that on social media. People like. Because, you know, Lana lyrics are the best Instagram caption. Right, I feel like I saw that a lot. <laughs> uh, what was your favorite? Um, I had I said "fuck it, I love you," and I also said "cinnamon," but I think I might like "fuck it, I love you" more. And that is more of just like I like the way her voice sounds on it. I don't really like lyrically. I like them all kind of equally, yeah. but just like the way, like she just sounds so like. 
and pure on Fuck <laughs> I Love You. And I like that. <laughs> she sounds so... Ooh. <laughs> sounds, I'm so good. Um, so on Pitchfork's review of the album, several times, I think three or four times in this review, they call her the next best songwriter of our generation. Um, which is a valid statement. Yeah. Um, she's just, man, she's good at what she does. She's very good. Have you listened to... I saw that. Oh. Sorry. Have you listened to Don't Call Me Angel? Because, oh my god, it's so bad. Mm-mm. It's so... Lana, Ariana, and Miley. Oh, that song. Oh, I saw somebody tweet something, and it was like, why is this a mess? And I listened to it, and it was just like... And it was a mess. The beat? Yeah, it's just like... And then all of a sudden, Lana's like, okay, we're going to take it down to my speed. Meanwhile, Ariana and Miley are on like the same level. Ariana's over there like... <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> headphone users. <laughs> yeah, turn down the volume three seconds ago. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. But boy, oh boy. <laughs> it was just like the weirdest... Like, I understand Ariana and Miley on a track together, but to add Lana to it, like, but what's weird is that I could see Lana partnering with either two of those women separately, and it could work, (laughs) but not the three of them together. No, it just didn't work. Yeah. Don't call me angel. And then they're like, don't call me angel, and then Lana's like, I know, for for the majority of the song, she's just like, The talent that radiates off of us is just incredible. Um, Jesus. Apparently, Lana calls herself a modern day woman with a weak constitution, witnessing a new revolution (laughs) with monsters still under my bed that I could never fight off. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Hmm. That's me too. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't either. She talks. Like, okay. Like, both Lana's lyrics and this Pitchfork article are using so many words that I just don't know. (laughs) They just opened the thesaurus and they were like, let me just replace every word with something from the thesaurus. Oh my god, that's literally an episode of Friends. Joey does that. Yes. Oh my god. You know how many girls come into Urban and they're like, do you have that sweatshirt that says Friends on it? And I'm like, I love Friends, Okay. But you need to fucking like something else. <laughs> Go find something else. That's it. That's my rant. I had like three people ask for that sweatshirt literally only just yesterday. You know what they could do and is I was like, like what about look this? Look for it. This one mom was like, "Hi, do you have this sweatshirt that says friends on it?" And her her daughter was like, "Mom, I have it." And she's like, "I just can't find it anywhere." Like she's telling me, and she's like, "Mom, I have it." And she was just not listening to her daughter, who was like, "I literally have it in my hands," and I just I didn't say anything. And I just pointed. And she turns around, she goes, oh, you have it. Yeah. When I was at Urban the <laughs> other day, so we had to go to Urban because Evan, or, well, we didn't have to go to Urban. We had to go to Keystone because Evan's computer was being weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't feel like standing in Apple for 30 minutes while he got his computer fixed. Um, so I went to Urban, and while I was in the dressing room feeling bad about myself, um, mm-hmm. there were... Two moms 
that like ran into each other in the dressing room with their teenage daughters and it was like a reunion like they haven't seen each other in like eight years and they were talking about how like one of them has been divorced since they last spoke and she's shopping yeah this is my stepdaughter and blah 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 blah. I was like this is what we're gonna talk about in this urban dressing room you guys are making me upset that's my life dude and then (laughs) they were talking about how the one girl which I related her waist is small but her legs are very long so all jeans are too Mm -hmm. short on her and I was like gonna tell them to go to Madewell because they do personalized hemming there for free Mm -hmm. uh and then they annoyed the piss out of me so I just didn't tell them yeah that's my life yeah the amount of moms well it's because it's mostly like rich white moms and their teen daughters yeah both of them were want to be influencers platinum blonde rich moms yes that's that's the majority of who comes in um and like the mall that i work at is like the michigan version of keystone Mm -hmm. so but um yesterday well, not yesterday. Well, yesterday it happened also. But the last two times I've worked there, there has been a mom cussing out her daughter in the fitting oh. room. The two separate times that has happened. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And then they try to include me in it. They, they, like, literally one mom turned to look at me. She's like, she's like, I mean, what the fuck is she doing? And I was like, I just literally turned around. And I was like, don't include me <laughs> in this I, also don't I'm yell at your like, child yeah your daughter's a dumb bitch <laughs> yeah and don't cuss out your ch- your children that's not good and like the girl wasn't doing it she was having the same problem as first of all jeans aren't made to fit anybody anywhere really yes, it's true. and it's like and i have the issue with like my legs are a size bigger than my mm-hmm. waist you know so like all my pants are too big and this girl was having the issue. She's like, well, they just don't fit me in the waist. Like, I can't find any that fit me in the waist. And the mom was like, I don't, I don't fucking care. Just, like, find a pair of fucking jeans. I'm so sick of your shit. And the girl was just being, like, she was just like, okay. Like, she was being so, like, she was just so what the hell? little. Oh, man. I was so upset for her. And I really wanted to be like, you know, I had that problem, too. Like, I can't find jeans that fit me. And I had, like, my Levi's on. And the mom's like, well, where'd you get those? And I was like, not here. Goodwill. Like, just don't <laughs> even talk to me. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Back to Lana, I guess. <laughs> um, the only thing I really have left on here is that there's a lyric that says, fresh out of fucks forever. And I wrote, that is me yeah. in a lyric. And yeah. it's real, real, real Same. true. Yeah. Same. I don't care about nothing. <laughs> I mean, I do. I care very <laughs> deeply about many things and I am stressed out all the time. But then I tell myself that I'm fresh out of fucks. Mm-hmm. I told my mom, I was like, yeah, like, I had the interview at that job, but, like, I'm not going to stress about it. Like, I'm not worried. I literally <laughs> have checked my email every five minutes for the past week, and I'm freaking out. It's funny. I'm, no, I'm never good at not stressing about things. I'm really bad. But, yeah. Oh, so next week, I wrote it on here, um, unless you have anything else to say about Lana. I okay. don't. Next week, do you remember those two little girls that went viral for singing Robin's um, Call Your Girlfriend. They were on Ellen. It was two little girls. Oh, in the pink? No, not the princess girls. Oh, 
No, I don't. I don't. Know These them. two little girls are like actually really good singers. Any, okay. I'll send you the. I'll send you it. And you might remember. Um. Anyways, one of them is now old. Well, they're both old now, but old. they're like, they're like our. The oldest one is like our age. I think she's okay. a couple years younger than us, but yeah, we're old. I am elderly. Um, I feel. I feel. I like know. It. I do too. Uh, her name's Lennon Stella. It was Lennon and Maisie were the two. Okay, I feel like that sounds yeah. familiar. So Lennon is the older one. It's Lennon Stella, and she came out with an album. It's a short album, but it's not. It's not called an EP. She calls it an album. Um, it's called Love Me, and it's pop music. And I have listened to this album on repeat for the last week, and I love it so much, and um, we're going to do it next week. Nice. Yeah. It's pop. It's good. Her voice is good. She could honestly probably do any genre if she wanted to. We'll get into it next week. Nice. So that means you have to come back. Hell yeah. (laughs) God, that was the worst I've ever... The worst I've ever done. You can tell us how bad we are on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> YouTube. Uh, you can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Anywhere you can find a podcast, we're probably there. If we're not, I'm sorry. Use a different podcast app. Um, if we're sorry, use Spotify because what have you been doing? Yeah, it's the be- It's honestly the best because you can listen to everything you listen to all in one place. Yeah. So where are you sponsored by Spotify? Just kidding, I wish. Um. God, yeah, I wish we could get a sponsor from anyone. <laughs> if there's anybody out there that somehow hears this and you want to sponsor us, please. We are having a hard time. <laughs> <laughs> and by we, I mean mostly me. <laughs> I don't. I don't speak for Taylor, but. Uh. Anyway. Anyways, have a musical Monday, you guys. Um, we'll we'll talk at Do you it. next week. Do it. Come back. Bye.